watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey Welcome to another episode of They Might Be Bronies. My name is Matt Rodolfi, uh, and on the show this week, joining me, I have a very special guest, the famous, well, mostly famous, uh, archaeologist and explorer, Wisconsin Smith is here. How's it going, Wisconsin Smith? Hello, Matthew. How are you? I'm very, very well. How are you? I'm well. I heard you are, you have quite a backstory for decades now. Just uh, going on these grand adventures, discovering ruins and ancient artifacts, and uh, you have little friends that come with you and love interests, and uh, you've been doing it a long time, a long time. Some people say too long. Some people say, yes. like, the amount of decades that you've been archaeology, exploring, adventuring is People say, too many. maybe retire, maybe don't be an archaeologist anymore, but to them I say, would you retire? Archaeology doesn't retire. Would you? you? Would you retire from the hard life of making podcasts? Um, if somebody came to you and said, you should stop making podcasts, what would you say? It would depend on, like, what's the pension situation? Like, am I pulling, like, stop making podcasts, stop stressing about it, worrying about it, and we'll pay you, like, 10 grand a month? Then, yeah. No, you yeah, should. Absolutely. But, no. You probably make a lot more money than I do podcasting, though. Is money not a factor at all? Money's not a factor at all. And your your old, your just old body that's been through so much is not a factor as well. Uh, no. Okay. The only factor is how much I enjoy archaeology. Sure. I don't worry. I I don't worry about paychecks. I don't remember yeah. the last time I opened a paycheck. <laughs> Okay. Do you, what was the, do you? Yeah, no, I, I'm very aware of how much uh, money I get paid. It's very uh, important <laughs> to me. It's very oh, crucial, no. actually. It's it's huge in my life. Um, there are times when it's, it's beyond huge and my children may not eat. So, you know. But that's just me. I don't know. You know, you know. Archaeologists make bank. I, I've heard. I've heard. I go into tombs and I get first pickings of the treasure. Well, you famous, famously discovered, like, um, what was the, uh, the, the, oh, God, <laughs> I had it in my head. The, uh, uh, fuck, <laughs> can't think of the joke. Uh, <laughs> what, what are some of your discoveries there, pal? Hmm. The, uh, the, uh, the, the Ark of the Crystal Skull? You discovered that, right? No. Oh, no. The, the Crystal Grail? That's what I was thinking of. That's the Crystal the Grail. The Crystal Grail's pretty good. That's what it's called. You've discovered the Crystal Grail. I discovered the Crystal Grail. Yeah. It was a grail. It it was made of crystals. It was, it was like, essentially what it was, was some dudes went into a cave with a bunch of crystals, uh-huh. and they found something that looked like a cup. And they were like, ho, ho, we found a cup. Ha, ha, ha. It's the crystal grail. Yeah. But then it just got hyped up more and more over time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden their civilization just ended. Huh. 
And so everybody's like, the Crystal Grail, the Crystal Grail is just some assholes. That's what it was. Oh, really? Yeah. That's wild. Well, you've lived a, quite a life. You're known for discovering many things. You were also famous for um, hanging out with a very specific football team, but like at different points in their career when they were unable to find a home. There was that book written about it. It was Wisconsin Smith and the Raiders of the Lost Park. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were really helping between... Uh, that's a bad joke, but I'm yeah, really happy because I made it. it. Was, <laughs> no, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember I was searching through Los Angeles. I was doing a dig. I was doing mm -hmm. an excavation in a park in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I came across the, uh, this team. Yeah. Silver and black. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. And so, so we found them and we thought, okay, we can find a better place for this. And we moved it to Oakland, where we thought, and it, and it took very, very well. But then some people were like, hey, we, we should move them somewhere else. They shouldn't be in Oakland. And we were like, well, maybe they should stay put in them, Oakland. You were like, put them in the desert. Yeah, well, yeah. they were like, put Ultimately. them in the desert. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you were famous for a lot of fun stuff like that. That's uh, right. What else? Let's see. Um, the other one that I can't remember the name of. Uh, sorry that's um, very rude there was the one where you were on a famous <laughs> dig and uh you made this discovery on this like lost civilization but then uh, like from the under the ground like some a pickaxe came towards you and then it turned out that they discovered you back that that book was called um the empire strikes back i believe where you famously were on a dig that lost civilization and then the, the old ancient empire struck the ground back at you. I'm really stretching. Yeah, you're really, really stretching. You're really reaching right now. But because Harrison Ford, you, yeah, there's a, there's kind of a connection, mm -hmm. right? I. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, Mr. Wisconsin. <laughs> Can I call you Wissy? No. Oh. No, Mr. Wisconsin is fine. You, you want me to call you Mr. your first name? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, you never do that. That's not. No, I mean, I. That's custom where I'm from. I guess you know, like you know what, my son's elementary school does that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, well, they call their teacher Mister and Mrs. Whatever their first name is. So yeah. Well, Mister Matthew, that's everybody does that for everybody where I'm from. When you it's call me Mister Matthews, it makes me think of Boy Meets World. I didn't, no Mister Matthew. No, I know, but it still makes me think of Boy Meets World. Okay, Mister Matthew. I always used to watch that show and think like it's kind of funny because it wasn't the the brother's actual acting name Matthew something, and his character was Eric Matthews. I could be completely wrong about that. Not on it today, Wisconsin. I think it was that his last name was Eric, but then he played Eric Matthews. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, his name was Erickson. Have you started watching that 90s show, Mr. Wisconsin? Well, no, I don't have time to watch TV. You're I'm doing too busy. I'm too busy doing archaeology. Yeah, I have true. a dig in uh, Maine next week. Neither of us are right, by the way. We're Eric Matthews' for, name was Will Friedel. We're searching for uh, crab cakes. Oh, in the uh, mountains of Maine. I love crab cakes. Yes. I heard they're all over Maine. That should be a breeze for you. Oh, yeah. They say you can't step foot in Maine without coming across some crab cakes. Yeah. I had a lobster cake in Maine once. It was delightful. Because that's what archaeologists do. They discover. They discover yeah. in the grounds of uh, 
the world. Do you believe in ancient astronaut astronaut theory? Uh, and also, where's Atlantis? Atlantis, surprisingly, is off the is uh, off the coast of Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. A lot of people get that one wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Huh, off Cape Cod, huh? Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Uh, do you believe in Sasquatch? I know that's a little more lore, but as someone that adventures and discovers. Oh, I believe in Sasquatch. Ness, all that stuff. Uh, Nessie, I believe in Nessie. Uh, what was the question you asked me earlier? You Godzilla? Just, no, you know, you didn't ask me Godzilla earlier, but uh, Godzilla is real. The Empire Strikes Back? No, after that. Um, Eric Matthews? No, it was after that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. If only we were saying this into microphones and we could double check. I once uh, I once was doing a dig in Egypt. Okay. And I came across batteries. Oh, oh, the ancient astronaut stuff. That's what you're getting. That's back what to. it was. Yes, yes, yeah. ancient astronauts. Yes, I did it. I was doing a dig in Egypt when we discovered these batteries, and they yeah. had these very ancient batteries, um, and they were inside an ancient vibrator. I've always wondered what those were used for. You see those articles like ancient batteries, earliest form of batteries discovered, mm. and you're like, you're like, what did they use them for? No one's asking that question. <laughs> but, I mean, the reality is if there were people back there and they had batteries, it would be to power their vibrators, which must have been interesting because, I mean, that's a it was a big jar, isn't it, these batteries? Mm -hmm. So they just, like, plug the vibrator in. They're more oh, yeah, generators no. than anything yeah, else. Yeah, you, you take the... the you. Uh, it was actually a surprisingly like uh, you just plug it in. There's mm -hmm. just cords like we have today, and you just plug into this giant battery, oh. and you plug into this little uh, this little handheld device that vibrated. Oh wow! Well, here's the real question: Were they just, uh, <clears throat> were they uh, Western Hemisphere? Not Western Hemisphere, I guess you would say like American, the America style outlets or European. In the battery to plug to plug into the, the battery. They were the uh, the German style. What's the German style? Isn't that like the European style where they just a big block? Well, there's like, like two there's like prongs. Two or three different European style ones. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you're the archaeologist. I'm the archaeologist. Yeah, you are. I know these things. I'll look it up real quick. Let's see. Uh, German outlet. That's gonna it's gonna take me to a store or something. Power plugs, adapters. Oh, yeah, they are like a hair different, aren't they? Yes, that's what I said. I'd show you, but you already seen them, so. That's right. Yeah. Huh, that's fascinating. I didn't know that. So it was a European style. That It was German style. You wouldn't expect that in Egypt. Mm -hmm. So really, the Germans are doing Egyptian style, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean. Well, that was the big fight was there. it was between... European style and Egyptian style, and Germany was like, we're going to do Egyptian style, and then Egypt uh, faded away for a while, and then mm -hmm. it came back mm -hmm. in a big, bad way. But at this point, uh, everybody associated the German style with the Germans. But it's of the truly, it's Opa Egypt style. Yes. Oh. I'm going to Opa get out of here now. Thank okay, you, see you later. Bye. Bye, Mr. Matthew. Bye. Huh. Hey, Matt, what's up? Hey, Mikey, how are you doing, pal? Um, I'm good. Archaeology guy was here. Uh, good times. I saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Good. We should really start trying to schedule this where we can interview at the same time. Yeah, you'd think, uh, you'd think at this point we'd figure it out. Yeah, we're just real bad at our schedules, aren't we? 
Oh well, it's the way of the way of the world. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to pee, and it lasts approximately twelve minutes. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. It's uh, it's because I nap. I, I take a nap. I take a, a little mid morning nap. And then I wake up and I have to pee because I make it a point to drink three gallons of water before my mid-morning nap. You do that too, huh? Yeah. Huh. What a, what a weird, weird world. Three gallons. Like, that's so, so specific. You don't run into other three-galloners very often. Yeah. Look at us. And, and we talk all the time. We never shared that information. Yeah, we're the three-gallon uh-huh. mus- musketeers. I, I heard somewhere that there's people that will, when they pee, like pinch their dip t- dick tip a little bit. So that the peeing lasts longer. <laughs> you ever? Have, do you do that? No. Oh, okay. The way you looked at me, I was like, I'm one of those people. You don't do that. Wait, you really do that? No, I don't do that. Okay. I thought I thought you were saying like I, you're one of those people. Like the way you looked at me was like, yeah. No, but it got me thinking immediately. Like what? If, like you ever? Have you ever tried like? You know, like when you have a house hose and you cover the end of the hose a yeah. little bit and it sprays off really. Have you ever tried to do that with your penis no, well, while you peed? Maybe in the shower or something, like just pinch it a little bit to see. But that's why it blows my mind that people do that to pee slower because it's like, A, why are you so concerned about peeing slower? Apparently it's something like in public. It might be an insecurity thing. I don't know. But like, but the fact that there's, it's bizarre to me, there's people out there, I've pinched it in the shower just to see, and you're like, it immediately becomes, like you said, like putting your thumb over a hose. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to do that in public. Step away from the urinal with just a <laughs> fucking spritz all over my pants. You know? What like, you, What would you do if you walked into the urinal and the dude was sitting there like fucking, and you just, you just hear it hitting like it. <laughs> and it sounds like a fucking spray. It doesn't sound like a stream. And you just see a dude struggling and there's like spits of water popping up to uh, <laughs> like in front of him and shit. Forgot to take off my cock ring. <laughs> How, I, I've been like in a place where someone, so you've been around people that you're like, they pee for an ungodly amount of time. Right? We've experienced that, right? Where like you go into a public place and someone's already peeing and you walk up and you piss mm-hmm. and you can hear their solid fucking stream when you walk up and then you finish pissing, shake it and zip back up and you can still hear their stream coming. Yeah. Like I feel like that's happened enough. I It doesn't happen to me enough. I have those moments where I have a big ass piss and it lasts way longer than I feel like it should. But it's usually because it's been built up. Just the amount of people, though, that I've ran into in the wild that are pissing for that long, it surprises me. It feels like that rare circumstance that happens with me does not, that doesn't equal the amount of people if it's rarely happening to them. Like there's people out there that just piss like a fucking horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, people who pee for a long time. Yes. I, it's like, oh, have you, we've seen a horse piss living on the ranch. They pee for a long time. Yeah. They really do. It's a very true statement, pissing like a horse. Do you like sit there and time people's pee? No, that's I'm saying. Like, like, are you, are I'm you, not timing it, but I walk in, there's already like pissing, the, and I you leave, and they're still bit, going. Because you were going on for a bit. Now it's starting to sound. Now it's starting to sound like. Are you sitting there like tr- keeping track of this? Like, because some people pee for a long time, but you don't do that too often. 
But if it happens to a lot of people, it's not so random. Is it, so is, then, like, are you following? Like, are you like studying this? Are you going to you, bathroom to bathroom with certain specific listen. people and being like, "This is how long he's peace peeing for today." And then you write your notes down, and then you leave. And then the next time he goes to the bathroom, you happen to have to go to the bathroom. I, all again. I know is I didn't. I didn't make the decision to put a stopwatch and a notepad on my phone. I didn't make that decision to put those both those tools in my pocket. But they're there. So how does that correlate <laughs> to peak to, to be having a stopwatch, having a way to keep track? I don't walk in with a pad of paper if that's what you're thinking, like some psycho. You have a pad of paper in your pocket. It's on the same as your That's what I just fucking said. Yeah. I didn't make the decision to put those in my pocket. The fucking Apple did. And just cause I have them, so it's not weird that I have them in there. No, I'm just you you you've never had that where someone's pissing. When you walk out and then when you leave, they're still going and you're like, I feel like you should be moaning and like ecstasy. That amount of piss (laughs) should be like orgasmic. My dad will go to the bathroom and you'll just hear. (laughs) Or sometimes he'll be like, he'll sing a little song. He'll be like, oh, my God, does it feel good? Well, that's because it feels so good. That's because your dad pisses come and comes piss. Are you saying I'm pee or piss? I'm saying oh. you were built of piss. Well, no, your mom probably like you know salvaged some pee from the toilet or something. Your your toilets. So come your toilet come. No, I'm toilet come. <laughs> Damn, fuck you, guy. Are you fucking? <laughs> I'm toilet come. It's either that or your dad pissed in your mom. I'm I've fucking told, pissing I, your mom. I've Jesus. told that story, haven't I, on the podcast? In like, uh, when I was taking health class, and I raised my hand, I was like, "So basically, the boy just like pees in the girl." I've told that story on here, I believe. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, I was like, because he's just like exchange it. They show the old like 1980s video of like a silhouette of a penis inside a vagina, and then it shoots. And we were so young because we were still like fifth grade, like not understanding and getting any explanation between ejaculation and piss. So I raised my hand and asked, like, so we just, a boy kind of like pees inside the girl to get her pregnant. And my teacher straight up just kind of like looked at all of us because I wasn't, many eyes turned to him with that question and curiosity. And he was just like, yeah, kind of. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) It was like, you're sitting there. You like, you raise your hand, you ask the question, everybody turns and looks at you. And then you ask it, they all in unison, you hear a big, yeah, as they look back at the teacher. It was enough like that. Cause it was like fifth grade. So it was all boys. Yeah. You know, and it was like a lot of them, you know, they were in my (laughs) class. So they were like a decent amount of friends and stuff in there. Fifth grade. And then, or maybe it was like sixth. I don't remember, but. It was it was enough that we didn't understand. We weren't really like understanding sexuality or attracted to chicks really yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and no one really explained the difference of ejaculation and piss. And maybe some had explored and knew it, but I think at that age you don't actually like come anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they say like you might be able to at an early age be able to orgasm, but you're not actually ejaculating. So you don't know what it is. They show this thing of this, like, dude, like a penis shooting something. What do you know that a penis does? It shoots pee. So do you pee? So all a lot of boys, like, their headspace was the same as mine and kind of turned to the teacher in curiosity. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah. Did you have any friends that um, had kids in high school? Um, I knew a person who had a kid in high school because, like, we were in band mm-hmm. and she was in color guard. And then I remember it was a dude on the football team who I who was also in the same grade as me, who I knew from other classes huh. and shit. Um, Just curious. But I never had, like, friends. It was the same thing. I didn't have, like, a close friend. I had a friend who was a close friend in, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first guys to show me internet porn. Yeah. And he went to his house. He's like, have you ever looked up boobs on the internet? And I sat there with him going, oh, my God. There's boobs on there. Holy shit. <laughs> but then I, like, went to high school. I didn't see him much. And then, like, junior year, junior, senior year? No, junior year. We, uh... We had a class together and like we started kind of hanging out in class a little bit more. And one of the first things I noticed was he is on his fucking school binder. There was a picture of like a toddler mm-hmm. on it. And I was like, what's going on there? He's like, that's my daughter. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it turned out like the summer after I last saw him, like before high school, he fucking got her pregnant and yeah. had a kid like fucking going into a freshman year. I think about that now and I'm like, that is fucking young. That's so young. Freshmen are babies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like high school freshmen are babies. Absolutely. You know, like you go to the schools or you're nearby a school and you, you see the difference. A senior still looks like a child, but the freshmen look like babies. So it, it's wild. And it was like his neighbor who like I knew and shit. Like it's just very weird. I was just curious if you had any of that too. Remember the rumors in high school that like, our school was like normal and cool and the other school was so ghetto it had a daycare center no because i remember it was like freshman year when uh the person i knew got pregnant oh and she got moved to vista because they had a daycare center i i I would imagine because they had a daycare center i think that's what it was but the guy got to stay at, at our at our school Oh, damn, he didn't have to follow. He didn't have to follow, Sweet. which I thought that was kind of fucked up. Like, I'm not picking up the kids after school. I got football practice. <laughs> right? Fucking shit. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being a parent that young. I feel like imagining being a parent as you get older kind of maintains, especially probably for a guy because, like, you Dude, could get someone pregnant at any time. I'm fucking, I'm 32 years old now, and I still can't imagine being a father. Yeah, but you can imagine it more, like, thinking of yourself now versus Mikey when you were, like, 18, 17. Mikey when I was freshman in high school. Well, that's th- a whole different level. That would have been horrible. That would have mean that Mikey getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> but that would have been, no, that, if that Mikey had a kid, that would have been, that would have been. That's what I mean, though. So it's, it's a, a little kid. easier to fathom now. You're like, if that accidentally, even if it accidentally happened to you, you probably feel like you could handle it yeah. if it happened now. Back then, you probably, at least that's how I feel. So maybe I'm projecting onto you, but I imagine myself back at like 18, 19, like I would have been fucking lost and probably ended up being kind of a shitbag parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I would have been a horrible fucking yeah. parent. But like now you're like mature enough to probably be like make at least at least consider making the decision to be a not a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Like you, I'm not saying you're not you could p- potentially still be a deadbeat dad. You're saying I could be a I'm deadbeat saying you, dad. I'm saying if you decided if you wanted to make that choice. I'm not trying to make any assumptions about you. You're tr- are you- <laughs> Hey dude. 
if I want to be a deadbeat dad, I can be a deadbeat dad. I know. I okay. believe in you. I think that you could. I just think you also have the capacity to make the decision to not be one. Okay. That's if the I difference want between to young make the, that's the decision I get to make. <laughs> if I okay, I know. That's why I'm trying I'd not be to project a great it onto you. Dad. you. I have, think you would. I would be so good at dude. Being you'd a be the dad. best deadbeat dad. You'd be like, oh man, what? It's it's. I haven't seen my kid. It's Christmas. I'm taking my kid to Disneyland. I get a few days with him for the holidays. like, And then the kid's going to love you, and then you got to worry about him for like four to five months. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I think you'd do a great job at that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You can't afford, you can't expect a man to take his kid to Disneyland if he has to take care of him every day. Yeah. But if, if it's like a once in a while thing, you can save up a little bit. Hey, man. Take him to Disneyland. As long as that or kid... Her. Has something to cover his body. If that kid has got clothes on his back, yeah. and he eats at least once, at maybe once a day, maybe at least maybe once a day. Like that's, that's the key. Fucking, that's good enough. <laughs> that's <the> All right, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that is the that is the bare minimum it yeah. takes to be a good to be a a parent. Let me write that down real quick. <laughs> Could have used that information a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, they don't even always need shelter they only need shelter when it's like kind of when it's raining it's more than a drizzle do you think there's any ponies that would be deadbeat parents uh give me a second give me a second i guess anyone in the second. show doesn't have to be main six or anything no i'm thinking uh snips and snails no they'd no, they'd probably no. they'd probably be able I think to they could step it up Maybe mm. Flim and Flam? Discord. Mm. No. No. I disagree with that. Discord would be all into it. He'd be all about teaching that kid chaos and shit. He'd be like fucking uh, Homelander yeah. and fucking uh, the boys. Mm. Yeah. I don't know who it would be. Probably Luna. No, maybe not a deadbeat. Maybe not a great influence. Did you like in this? Did you notice in this episode when they're waiting for the fire to get lit by Spike? They cut over to the princesses and they all look concerned except for Luna, who's yawning and looking bored. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. That's really funny. <laughs> it cracked me up. Um, no, 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 no. Big Mac would pull it. He would get it together. I don't know. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, princess Spoon bitches. The main one. Sil Silver Spoon? Or Princess Tia Princess Tiara? Princess Tiara or whatever her name is. No, not is. Princess. The little The girl in the school, right? Yeah, with the with the Diamond Tiara. Diamond Tiara. Diamond Tiara would be a deadbeat. And maybe Silver Spoonful or whatever yeah. her name is. No, you're that's a good point. Diamond Tiara would just like pay for a fucking nurse or something. She'd be like Downton Abbey raising mm -hmm. her kids, like, Oh, it's dinner. Good to see you, child of mine. Okay, dinner's over. Go away to your miss <laughs> to your fucking nurse and stay away from me for the next eighteen hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that always struck me in downtown. Like I also think deal. I also think their teacher would be a deadbeat parent. Oh, you think so? Because she she'd get home and she and the kid the kid will be all like like uh, crying and shit. She'd be like, "When when I have to deal with this all day at work now, I have to come home to this." Jeez. Fuck you. Except that she'd have Big Mac having her back. He would be mm -hmm. taking care of her. Yeah, well, it wasn't Big Mac that got her pregnant. Who was it? It was uh, just one of the random... It was the, the Milk Pony. The Milk Pony? It was the Milk Pony. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. The milk pony. The it milk. wasn't milk, though, turned out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so we got to finally see the Equestria games. Finally. I, th- I wasn't sure they were going to actually fucking pull the trigger, but they did. Yeah. I saw the uh, description we were about to as we were about to watch it. I read the description. And it was like Spike has trouble. Spike has performance issues lighting <laughs> the the fire, and I uh, I was like, oh shit, are they about to have an entire episode leading up to the him lighting it? And it ends with him lighting it. Aww. And then we don't see the games. I that that's what I was immediately hilarious. ready for. I was like, that that would be great. I mean, we didn't see that much of the games. How how did you feel about showing up there and finding out that Spike is like a fucking hero with a statue? I loved that. Yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, my phone. Oh, my phone's <laughs> in the fucking kitchen. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I got to go get it. Yeah, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, but when they called him Spike the Brave and Glorious. Oh, yeah. What do what they? I wrote down the full fucking name. Because it's so over the top. Yeah. It's... Oh, fuck. Great and honorable Spike, the brave and glorious. Yeah. <laughs> he got two ands in there. Yeah, no, that was pretty fucking good. And he took to it immediately where she's, like, feeding him gems. You yeah, know I mean? immediately. Like, he, like, he's not humble about it at all. At all. all. He's just like, feed me and fan me. I you know glorious. that Twilight, like, walked out of the room and he's like, do I get a harem? Where's my harem? Yeah. Do you ever? Where's my where's where's my seventy two virgins? <laughs> if you could have a harem, would you want a harem full of virgins or of experienced ladies, um, or or gentlemen, or mix? Uh, it'd be a mixed harem. Yeah, and you know, just you know, mixed all around, I guess. Some new, but also some with experience to kind of show the newbies around. I guess. Every, as long as everyone's into we're it. We're all on our own journeys here. Yeah, yeah. As long as everyone's into it. We're all, but we're all, of the, yeah, we're all on the same page, so. Yeah, I, sometimes I think about that. Like, what a weird thing in human history that there was just, like, rich fucking royal dudes with harems. Like, the, a harem. Like, at any point, you could be like, oh, I'm having a stressful day. Number 43, come and lick my ball sack. You know what I mean? Like... What a weird thing. Like, like I get like, how you like, could be into it, but I'm also like... like it's like, an intercom. They press a... Number 43, lick, lick the balls. Report to bedroom four for and, a ball licking. And, and number 43 is just sitting there chewing gum and just like... <laughs> si- <sighs> rolls her eyes. Like, all right. We're gonna, like writing our memoir. Like, working on fucking shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll be back, ladies. Yeah, I think about that. I think with the modern sensibilities, I could hear, I could imagine if you tore away modern sensibilities, more and more people buying into being cool with that. Yeah, but it's a weird fucking thing, dude. That's a weird thing. Although harems is back in, because like the romance books and shit, that's a new genre. Like, romance romance books isn't a new genre. No, no, the new genre within romance books romance for books women is harems. Is it really? Reverse harems. A chick that falls in love with, like, Chelsea was telling me one she read, she was like, I don't know. I'm not into this. Like, she stopped reading romance books for a little while because she's, like, reading. She's like, then they get to the sex scene. She's, like, dating three dudes at the same time and talking about how great it is to have a finger in your butt while you're getting plowed. Or whatever. Like, I was like, this is a woman's romance book? Like, yep. yep. It is And then now. they all get married. They go, They have a marriage. 
for three men and one woman. Like, cool. Yeah, I was like, hey, some people are into it. She's like, yeah, go. if people are into it, they're into it. Cool. I'm not. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Nuclear families are a thing, man. Yeah. They, well, some like the nuclear family. Some don't want that shit. So more power yeah. to you. <laughs> a finger in the butt while you're getting plowed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um so yeah, Spike had performance issues, and yes. Twilight cheated for him. She did cheat for him. Does that was so that a good thing or a bad thing? That's what I was going to ask you. Is like, does that bother you? Were you sitting there like, because I was sitting there a little bit like, oh no, Spike's going to fuck. This is going to fuck up Spike. I, if it happened to me, I would have been grateful that someone saved my ass. Mm -hmm. um, like if I did that and you fucking cast a spell and lit a fire, be like, thank God. And I would have to work through my insecurities that have built up. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't, f I don't think I would be compelled like Spike was to be like, okay, <laughs> let me fucking, let me just take the field and announce that I'm going to sing the national anthem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, which was probably the best part of the whole fucking episode, honestly, was yeah. making up the Cloud City. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did the entire anthem and everybody reacted. And like, if you look at all their faces, there are some people like, oh no. And there are some people that like look legitimately fucking offended and pissed <laughs> off about it. <laughs> and like some dude just like buries his head in his hat and is like, that's it, perfect. That scene had the vibes from Borat. Remember in Borat when he goes to the fucking um, the rodeo and sings the national anthem, but to the words of Kazakhstan or whatever. Do you remember that? And it's like Kazakhstan is the greatest country. All other countries are run by little girls. <laughs> I don't remember that. Sounds, I haven't yeah. seen that. I don't remember. I have seen it. I don't oh, remember. Yeah. Yeah, that it goes off on tangents about how they're the number one exporters of potassium. <laughs> like it's fucking it gave me the same vibes because the crowd is a mix of people like giggling and like truly horrified. It was like, you know, deep in like redneck country. <laughs> the uh, back country. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. That was my favorite part of the episode. That was fucking they're just constantly at the end going, I want this to be over. <laughs> I wouldn't have felt compelled to do any of that shit. Right. I wouldn't. I would have probably been more reclusive about coming to terms with my own issues, and probably would have felt very humbled about there being a statue of me in this fucking town. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, which I, is yeah, probably I healthy. There, I wouldn't sit there and be all like, like I'd, I'd eat the gems, but I wouldn't have them fed to me. I would have gone back to my pony harem feeling very like well in need of a quick ball sack licking honestly. yeah of course yeah. number 44 number 44 this time this time she's good for a somber ball licking <laughs> you know uh. and then you know later on when i'm feeling when i i do it when i get the fire lit the, the second time and mm -hmm. get it done right mm -hmm. then it's number 38 Ooh, number 38. That's a special day. That's a special That's day. That's a special day. It's a special ball licking. A special ball licking, yes. I, but think about that. Like, Do you think there was any that were just like, was it like that where it's like, uh, I want I want to fuck number 14 real quick or whatever? Or is it like, ah, oh, I'm having a rough day. Hey, send up number six, number nine, and number 43, and they're all going to blow me at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird... Litigical, litigic, 
whatever way of thinking about fucking I, about okay. fucking. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I always imagined the way a harem worked is like not so much the okay today is On I want call. these three. It'd be everybody all at the same time. So what I imagine I've always imagined a harem is just like it's a room of people fucking, and I can just show up to this room and start fucking with these. Their people. job, their, your harem's job is to constantly be fucking. Yeah, and then you just always be. It's written over the door. Always, always be, be fucking. fucking, and then <laughs> I don't. And then like I'll be out going, and I'll fuck for a little bit, and I'm like, all right, I'm done fucking, and then I'll leave my harem. But they will continue fucking until I return. I I could be wrong about this, but I believe a harem more closely resembled like there was an element of prestige in it where like the people in the harem were like could be fucking uh what's the word like voices for the king like conscious like people that he discusses things with and stuff too which is also another kind of fun visual like someone's like sucking your cock and then pulling it out and just being like well maybe we shouldn't sign this peace treaty have you thought about that you know what i mean like (laughs) I've heard that. I don't know. I'm sure it's culturally king to king, different and all that shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The harem is where the kings would suck other kings' dicks for peace treaties? No, I would think that, that you would discuss with your harem what you were going to do. Oh. I would have, instead of always be fucking, I think over my door it would say harem is where the heart is. It's a community. <laughs> it would barely be stitched on a pillow. <laughs> Harem, I don't, harem, sweet harem. Harem, sweet yeah. harem. And so you sit there and you have conversations, political conversations about doing your shit. Yeah, I would ask them. that when I get back, they'd also say, welcome harem, instead of welcome home. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. If I had a harem back in those days, I think yeah. mine would be fun. But I also don't think I'd want one. Your yeah. harem seems a whole lot more wholesome than what my harem <laughs> would be. Your harem is... Don't. This is the sex dungeon. <laughs> Don't stop fucking. And mine is, is like, a, let's talk about politics. Isn't that what a harem is? <laughs> like homestitch fucking slogans. And isn't that what a harem live, is? Laugh. It's just like sex. Mine would say live, laugh, fuck on the wall. Or is there harems that are like, is that what is a harem whatever you want it to be like that? I, I guess so. It's Ooh. just a group of people and they at your whim. What does it say if you just search what is a harem? Let's see. A harem. It's probably going to be some porn definition, honestly. Harem refers to domestic spaces that are reserved for the women of the house in a Muslim family. A harem may house a man's wife or wives, their prepubescent male children, unmarried daughters. Okay, so it's actually not just... That must be like an effect of Western society and movies and shit where it's just a bunch of fuckers like that you fuck. It sounds like it's like the harem is the family, but because many cultures had multiple spouses. Yeah. So your harem has your children in it. <laughs> Yeah, so harem, sweet harem. No, no. Welcome harem, honey. Okay, I got this one right here. Uh, The women occupying a harem, the wives or concubines of a polygamous man, a group of female animals sharing a single mate. Hmm. Uh, In former times, so harem, noun. Harem's uh, just a reverse gangbang. Harem, noun, in former times. The separate part of a Muslim household reserved for wives, concubines, and female servants. So it's different. It must have been different at different eras. Yeah. Okay. Which one would you choose? Oh wait, I already know. I told you what it would be. It'd be the fuck room. <laughs> Always be fucking. 
<laughs> if I walk into this room, there should be three people tied up at all times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if that's what they're into. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the part of the harem is they don't have much of a choice. But, you know, that doesn't seem to bother you. What else about this episode? <laughs> Going on our tangents. Um, I liked that um, off the bat, Rainbow Dash's attitude was like, hey, let's all go out there and bring home the gold for Ponyville, except for my team, which sucks and probably won't be able to do it. Because um, she's been humbled since the regionals. Yeah. That was kind of fun to see. That was fun to see. <laughs> a humble Rainbow Dash. Yeah, yeah, real humble. We're, we're, we're all going to go kick ass, except for us. We're going to suck really bad. She did, She definitely seemed... To be hurting a little bit from that, uh, yeah. Um, but they uh, they ended up winning the, the silver. Yeah, they did better than I thought. I also liked that um, you thought they were going to fucking lose lose. The way she talked about, it, I thought they were going to lose lose. But I liked that um, the fucking what was her name, the lady that put the whole thing together and guided Spike out, kept calling him Mister the Dragon. Yeah, that was really fun. I want to nice go back bit. to I want to go back to when. She might, she might be the deadbeat parent. I, oh yeah, she might be. No, <laughs> she's not a no. She's not a deadbeat parent. She's an over controlling parent. But that she's also never there. Mm. It's like Ed and Ed, Ed and Eddie. Remember Double D's parents? They were never around, but they just left chores, and yeah. sticky notes for things he needs to do. But yeah, she kept calling Mister the Dragon and that fucking Mister Matthew. Like I remember being a kid. Because like I couldn't say this earlier because I couldn't like break character or whatever. What character? Um, the fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah. at, at the beginning of the episode. Don't was, say it out loud. Only I know. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No. Sorry to break keyfabe here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no. Like I remember being a kid and like there were people like well into being an adult. I would still call like fucking their first name with a Mister or Miss in front of it. Yeah. Because, like, to me, that was always, like, the respectful way to greet people. When I was in high school, I would intern at different places teaching music. And, mm -hmm. like, middle schools and stuff, they were required to call me Mr. Matt. Which was... I was like, no, they can just call me Matt. Like, nope, sorry, school policy. Mr. It's Matt. It's Mr. Matt or Mr. Rodolfi. Which do you choose? And I was like, Mr. Matt. <laughs> you, know? you didn't choose Mr. Rodolfi? No, because they were already calling me Matt for, like, six months. And then suddenly... Halfway into my first year interning there, they were like, nope, they can't just call you by your first name. Yeah, no, okay. you can't be uh, too familiar. Mm -hmm. Don't get familiar. Mr. Matt. I got people at work who call me Mr. Mikey. Really? That's not, so not Not consistently or seriously. Oh, it's like for like fun. Joke. Yeah, it's oh, like, okay. That's different. like Mr. Mikey. Uh, they say it with that little like sing songiness too. Yeah, and I'll do Mr. it. I'll do it back to them. It's uh, called flirting, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, fucking <laughs> bitches be flirting. Hey, you ever been in a harem? <laughs> <laughs> You're number twenty-eight if I've ever met one. Um, I'm sorry. I like the idea of a harem having categories already pre-slotted, and you have to find the person that has the kinks that fit into your category. <laughs> Taking auditions for a new number six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is number one in a harem your watching? Is number one in your harem like your bottom bitch? Right? It must be. And number two is the guy from Austin Powers. 
That's the joke, yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. Who does number two work for? Is it, is it number two now or 1969 number two? Good question. Depends on the era. I'd choose 1969 number two. Fucking A. Because he was played by Rob Lowe. Yeah. And it'd be really fun to have Rob Lowe in my harem. Yeah, it would. It would. And like he he doesn't even have to be fucking. He can just sit there saying things while everybody else is. He can like just He's be the commenting. administrator. Yeah. He he organizes and comments and films. Because you need a good perspective. It can't just be you filming on your phone. He's probably really great at lighting and shit. Yeah, well, and also like angles to make yeah. sure your dick looks really big. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Lowe's probably good at that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta have Rob Lowe in your harem. Yeah, of course. Um, I really loved what was it after so when Spike went out to sing the anthem and it was like he was mistaken and it was the Cloudsdale anthem, like I was genuinely surprised that he actually fucking went for it. I thought there was going to be some cop out of something, but he just started fucking singing. Yeah. And then at the end, when the crowd is just dead silent, and then you hear the fucking baby cry. <laughs> no, and then I fucking Pinkie Pie. No, the baby cry, because I wrote that shit down too. But the baby crying was yours. In the back room, wasn't it? Was it? No, I thought it was in the episode. I thought it was. I thought it was yours. I like it. Started, if it was I, one of my kids, that was better placement than they chose. Yeah, because it would have been fuck. It was fucking hilarious. The timing was perfect. Yeah. Um. And then Pinkie Pie. What did she say? Nailed it. <laughs> oh man, how do you feel about the ice arrows? The ice arrows are really cool. They were confusing at first. But then it was cool. What do you mean they were confusing at because first? Because they were like ice arrows. And I was like, what? Ice because of where they live? Like, why? I mean, it's magic. We're in a magic world. So I guess I you know, can suspend disbelief. Wait, so like they said ice arrows and you're like, ice arrows? That sounds fucking stupid. I've but heard then of you fire saw, arrows. But then you saw what ice arrows do and you're like, oh, that's cool? Yeah, I was like, got it. Oh. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are ice arrows? Oh, all right. Um, Although that was dangerous. I was wondering hey, if that. Wait. Huh? No, I was going to say, uh, I, I just thought of the picture, the when Spike signed the picture. Oh, that was a good moment. Because like, that's something that I thought was really funny was like Spike immediately thought he could fucking read Some minds. high-level cockiness. Yeah. Or he like, not read minds, but like, make things explode Fucking with his spontaneously mind. combust. And so somebody's like, hands him a picture, and he signs it, and he's like trying to make it explode with his yeah. mind, and he hands it back to him, and he's like... Um, careful if it explodes later, <laughs> delayed effect. And I'm like, you just handed that person that you, for all he knows, he just handed that person a ticking time ball. And also the gall of signing a picture that someone brought to you and then going, you want to see something cool? And then <laughs> try to explode it with your mind. Like if he succeeded, can you imagine going up to a celebrity or somebody who saw like, can I, can you sign my poster, Mr. Smith? Yeah. And Kevin Smith signs it. He goes, yeah, check this out. And then just lights it on fire. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I went to Comic Con one time in like middle school, back before, back when you could get tickets. And I went up to Lou Ferrigno and I tried to get his autograph, <laughs> and he didn't give me his autograph, but he tried to sell me his book. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is that worse than if he had signed it and lit it on fire? It would have been. 
I feel like it would have been a cooler story if he signed it and lit it on fire. He's like, it'd be great if he lights it on fire. And he goes, look, Rudy goes, hey, you just got Lou Ferrigno's autograph. How about that? And then light it on fire and look you right in the eye and go, no one's going to believe you. <laughs> he was out in the world like, I had his autograph. Yeah. I, I met him. I did. And then he lit it on fire. Why? What? No, he Why didn't. would he do Why that? Would he do that? weird. He's not known for that kind of, kind of bullshit. Like, um, I'm telling you, he fucking did it. I would fucking if if somebody like, like if we went to if we had something where we met our fans uh-huh. and they wanted our autographs for whatever weird weird reason because like who would want our autographs? Yeah, I'm tempted now to like be like, oh yeah, fucking that's sick, right? Light it on fire because I have a lighter. Haha, it's I, a spike joke. <laughs> just light if it you're a, one if after you, another. Yeah, <laughs> I'll light it and be like, if you're a fan, you get it. We've become fucking huge with millions of listeners. <laughs> just come to cons and they like got a booth just lighting shit on fire. Uh, I set up the fire. Excuse me, sir. You're not allowed here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I set up the fucking the water. Yeah, they might be bronies. The got kicked out of all of the brony cons. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, man. We'll have our own brony con. With blackjack and hookers. You know what? Forget the brony con. <laughs> Starting a brony harem. Oh, man. Um, if you had to pick one animal for your harem to be made up of, what animal would you pick? Human. It's a good loophole. It's a good loophole. Yeah, I almost got you. <laughs> almost. almost. <laughs> not, not again. Not again. Not this time. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking dumb. Um, dumb. The metal detector that disables unicorn magic. I was wondering how that was going to come back around. When it happened, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is it going to come back to rarity? What is it? Then it was just an opportunity to show that fucking impending fear of them almost all fucking dying. It makes you wonder, like, all of those unicorns could have just stopped it, right? So make oh no I was gonna say remember at Cloudsdale where the fucking was it rarity was falling and the they but they didn't have unicorns they're all Pegasus that's why they went diving after yeah as you say if you had a bunch of peg uh, unicorns in the crowd would they just levitate it but like unicorns because like all those unicorns all have specific things like what is rarity gonna do to the falling ice meteor well, she's gonna like fucking snip it snip its ends and glue it together yeah but all of them. Because she, she does fabrics and shit. But all of them levitate objects to do their shit. So, like, if they all can carry only something so big as a pair of scissors, but you have a fucking tens of thousands of people, if a thousand of them are unicorns, like, a thousand of them being able to lift as much as a fucking... That's going to at least slow the fall. So you're saying an ice meteor and a thousand scissors. Yes. I don't know, dude. I, I think that ice meteor was falling. You think a little rock too beats fast. scissors, huh? I, yeah, rock beats scissors. <laughs> okay. Well, if they had a, a lot of arts and crafts unicorns with paper, <laughs> quick, get the construction paper. Uh, um, that's dumb. What else was it? But yeah, that was cool. Where like he got to jump in at the last minute and be all yeah. like, "Oh, I know what to fucking do." And he kicks in the door and. Breathes out a bunch of fire. Yeah, that was sick. He puts fucking, on sunglasses. Yeah, it was pretty sick. His big old dick was all hanging out for yeah. him to see. People, people were all, chicks were all drooling over it. Yeah. 
He's like, hey, you get taking applications for my harem now. <laughs> like the sign up list got they had to get more printed out, man. There's so many. Um, Real quick, going back to the when Spike sang, uh-huh. and it was really awkward. Before he went up to like when he was going up, he's like, "I'm gonna sing." Everybody was stoked, yeah. And like I like you hear somebody in the audience being like, "Sing for us, great and honorable Spike." <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I liked that. I almost wish you had the opportunity to sing the fucking. I was curious what the Ponyville fucking anthem is for a second. You know, yeah. but now I'm also curious what the fucking Cloudsdale anthem is. You heard the Cloudsdale anthem. <laughs> oh, you think that's it? That's, now? that's what it is. Now they cha- they're going to change it. It would be great. For the great and honorable spike. It would be great in a comeback, like a call back episode where we hear it for the first time and it's like different words, but sung exactly the way that Spike sings it. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. Be really good. It's like awkward timing and shit. <laughs> I like the moment where he's singing it and he goes, oh, it's still going. This is long. <laughs> Yeah, anthems are long. Did you see the TikTok video going around where a bunch of people were singing happy birthday to someone, but they all sang it to the tune of the American National Anthem? No? It was so funny. Happy birthday to you. That's funny. That's really funny. It was dumb. The guy was like so embarrassed. This giant crowd of people. Um... Yeah, I did love at the end of this episode, I will say, I did really like the moral at the end, the way Spike kind of brought it all together, like, no matter how much praise you get, it doesn't mean jack shit if you don't believe in yourself, like yeah. that whole thing, it was, it was a then, nice little message. And then he goes up, and he's got to do the fire on the fireworks, and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if he fucked it up again? <laughs> it would be hilarious if he like goes to do it, looks around real quick, and then just takes out a lighter. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, and I'm not chancing it. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember when he first had the performance issues, and he uh, he like grabbed his head and pulled it back and started trying. Oh to yeah, like, like a, a lighter. lighter. That was fun. I hope I want to see at some point. I want to see him do that again, but actually, light. That'd be really fun. <laughs> just like a Zippo style, just out of his mouth, one of the yeah. one single flame. Just and then somebody out. picks him up to like light him something <laughs> on fire. A bong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd been funny. Yeah, good times. This was a fun episode. Yeah, I like this episode. There's a lot of fun shenanigans going on. The dude. The next one we have is the fucking end of the season. We're going to, well, two. It's the two parter. Yeah, we got the two parter uh, coming up. Let's see. Let's, shall we move to that? You want to try and give me some guesses? Sure. So, what's, episodes what's 25 and 26, the season four finale is called Twilight's Kingdom, part one and two. Twilight's Kingdom. Easy. The power is finally going to go to Twilight's head. And this is going to be like an, a coup episode where she goes around and she starts like having, she starts like having the other princesses and shit assassinated. Oh, fuck and yeah. captured and shit, and uh, starts um, a war in Pony Kingdom. And Twilight's Kingdom is about her trying to take complete power, renaming it from Equestria to Twilight's Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it's gonna be. Twilight finally, and then snaps. and then the moral is gonna be all like, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. If you want something, you have to go for it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. It'd be pretty great if she really loses it, and then like everyone that's wronged any of her friends, even in the subtlest ways, like Flim and Flam, just get brought up and executed in front of her. Mm. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Spike, light them on fire. Yes, Your Majesty. 
Yeah. And they light him. They use his head like a zippo. Yeah, there you go. Ah, full circle. Full circle. Twilight's Kingdom. I, I like that idea. I don't know if I got anything really different. Unless it's one of those, like, fucking indie movie kind of things, like Moonlight Kingdom or whatever the fuck that was called, where it's just about her, like, escaping the fame, like, on an island or whatever, and making a friend that doesn't know who she is. Could be one of those. Is that what Moonlight Kingdom's about? I'm not entirely sure. I saw it in theaters, but it was weird and super, like... Not weird, like, some people really loved it. Maybe too artsy. Okay. I wasn't prepared for the artsiness of it. There was an era, remember, like the Juno era, where it was like kind of awkward teen love stories. Oh, like Juno and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist yeah. and shit. Yeah. And those were some good ones. This one, some people really loved it. We went and saw it, Chelsea. I think it was called Moonlight Kingdom. Chelsea and I went and saw it in theaters because like everyone was like, that's really good. And we were like ready for something like, you know, Scott Pilgrimy, I guess. Yeah. And it, it wasn't quite that. So we were just kind of like, Meh. It was one of those like two kids kind of running away together. Twenty twelve coming of age comedy drama film. Yeah. Directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, I've seen Moonlight Kingdom. It's uh it's the, the camp one, isn't it? Oh no, yeah. I'm not think this is not the movie I'm thinking Moonlight of. Moonlight Kingdom is oh, like the, they're all at camp and the kid goes missing. Goes and missing and finds the girl. That's right, Edward Norton was in this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like it just wasn't what we were expecting. Like it wasn't a bad movie by any respect. Yeah. It, it was, was just like it was a Wes Anderson movie. It was yeah, artsy kind of I appreciate like love kind of thing. I, I, I appreciate Wes Anderson movies, but I got to be in like a Wes Anderson mood. Yes. I can't sit down and be all like every all day, every day, Wes Anderson. Yes. And we went in blind. We didn't even know it was a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. You know, we're like, okay, whatever this is. And then it was like, it's got, it's got that vibe that his movies sometimes have. So if you're not ready or in the mood for it, it mm. just kind of takes you off guard. Did you see Glass <laughs> Onion? Not yet. I fucking, I loved Glass Onion. They, I heard recently they literally just named that. They didn't have a name, and they just named it after the Beatles song. That's funny. Just straight up. Oh, I saw a cool documentary recently I thought you might like. Um, on Disney Plus, there's a documentary about Abbey Road Studios. Okay. Um, and it's. I thought you might like it. I mean, there's obviously a ton of famous groups went through there. Yeah. Um but like it's interesting because it covers like the whole realm. It's not just like oh yeah, the Beatles were here and Oasis was here and like you know all these big bands that went through. It also covers like where they started with like or some of the first concert concerto recordings and stuff and like how it like shifted as it became less relevant and like brought. I guess it brought in John Williams and George Lucas for the Star Wars prequels, and oh. they recorded all the Star Wars prequels music there. And uh, oh fuck, I, I learned something really interesting actually in it. Fucking what's his name? Um, hold on, I gotta find. Was it Led Zeppelin? No. Uh, I think it was Led Zeppelin. Uh, guitarist. Let me double check because I'm worried I'm not gonna get this right. Was it Jimmy Page? It might have been Jimmy Page. Was uh before. Like Led Zeppelin started up and started taking off. He was a session guitarist and he played. 
fuck, I can't remember the song. I should have talked about this when it was fresh in my mind, but he like mm. was a session guitarist for concert stuff at Abbey Roads. Oh shit. Studios before like fucking everything that became Jimmy Page. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Anyway, it just got me thinking because they also talk a lot about like the equipment used and different ways they recorded and how like their equipment has changed over the years and stuff. And that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Sounds it was it seemed up your alley. Yeah. I mean, it was a generalized for general audiences, so it might not be as deep into it as you might enjoy, but it was cool to see. Yeah. It's cool to see. Yeah, no, I, I'd really like a documentary where it's like and then the fucking and then he started using the compressor like this and putting this much ratio and threshold, but nobody cares about that shit. Yeah, no, it's not like that. So I apologize. Yeah. But Disney Plus isn't gonna make a lot of money off yeah. that. They're not gonna get a bunch of views from that documentary. Yeah. Well it's it kind of talks about how like music changed with pop rock starting to write their own songs and stuff. And specifically doing it in Abbey Road Studios. And they kind of attribute to the Beatles because they were some of the first to go like, we don't have to tour. We don't want to tour. Mm. We want to work on music. And they were the first ones to go like, we're just going to hang out and work on songs, an album in the studio originally. And because they had all the time in the world, they started fucking around with the instruments in there that were there from all these different old time concerto recordings. And like they have a ton of fucking equipment that span eras so they were just dicking around with it all which led to that new thing where a lot of people started wanting to dick around with the equipment and abbey road studios had like great recording equipment and a lot of shit to dick around with. yeah so like they became this place where people wanted to go <laughs> to record their albums because they could dick around yeah so i don't know it was a good good little uh thing but back to glass onion i want to see that it's a, it's really I really, good. really love knives out it's a lot of fun yeah. it's a very good follow-up to knives out it's only uh daniel craig is the only returning character yeah. right it's a completely new mystery completely new mystery that's cool and it's a lot of fun the cast is ridiculous yeah they're very good dave Bautista is fucking great in it oh i forgot he was in that uh kate hudson's in it okay um oh shit what's her name Oh my god, I know her name. Is it Catherine Hahn? She was in WandaVision. It was Abigail all along. What's her oh, name? Oh, the Ab yeah. Is, is it Catherine Hahn? It might be. I'm gonna look it up. I always forget people's names if they're not like superstars. I mean, she is a superstar. She is everyone a everyone superstar. fucking knows who she is, but I shouldn't say if they're not superstars. If they're not on my radar. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Catherine. Not Abigail. Agatha. It was Agatha. Yes, Ab Ab Agatha. Catherine Hahn. You're right. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, and oh, then yeah, I think no. it's got. I, think I should was, know her name. She's in fucking everything. She's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she uh, was fucking Doc Ock in the Spider Van universe. Oh yeah, the she was. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah, it's also got uh, Leslie Odom Jr. It's got Jessica Henwick in it. Mm. Did you watch Iron? Iron no, you didn't watch the Marvel Netflix shows. I, I watched some of them. I didn't watch. Oh, the old Netflix shows. No, I didn't yeah. watch very many of those. Big commitments. Um, no time on our end. But yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. That's sick. I'll definitely check it out. I, that's one that should be on our list. Trying to watch. Yeah. Have like, you? We've been watching. I told you before this. Chelsea and I have been watching a lot of like college humor dropout. Yeah. So we've been watching a lot of D and D because we've been playing D and D. So yeah. it's like been on our radar to watch and listen to more D and D. So 
That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Scream 6 yet? No, I have not. Okay. I want to do this right now. I want to show you the Scream. I want to show you both trailers, and I want your reaction. I want to get your Scream 6 reaction, trailer reaction. Why? I'm not even like a Scream guy. Because I'm a Scream guy. Because you know the reaction. Because it'd be so much fun. The reaction would be me going, yeah, that looks sick, man. It'd be so much (laughs) fun for me to get your reaction. Let me just keep, can we do it? Can we get the official Matt? Scream reaction? Sure. Okay, sweet. I'm going to pause it. We'll be right back. <laughs> that looks sick, dude. That looks fucking sick, right? <laughs> oh, that looks man. so fucking cool. How's the gang going to get out of this one? Right? <laughs> what? Scream, dude, they can't shoot? That can't shoot. Well, though, they can shoot back, you mean? Yeah, he shoots back. Yeah, but they like shot him with a shotgun and a gun. Yeah. And he's alive. <laughs> Killing I, him. I love... Um, I love when she's like, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head. But then she just shoots at the door. And it's like, why would you say that and then shoot the door? Like, obviously, he's going to die. I, I had that thought, too. Like, it, you should be prepared. Yeah. Know that you didn't hit him when he bursts through the door. I don't know. Well, don't yeah. be taken by surprise. I don't know like, why she's like, oh. I'm gonna, oh, you could try it. I'm going to shoot you in the head. I, I You <laughs> shot warning shots, lady. Yeah. It's like, okay, he runs off. If he doesn't, be eye on the door. <laughs> That's Be ready scale. to shoot as soon as it opens. That's scale weathers. She's been through this five times yeah. before. <laughs> You'd think she'd know. Yeah. Um, did you notice at the end where it was like, yeah, at the end of it, that was a Friday the Thirteenth reference. Because oh. this movie takes place in New York, oh. and uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part the eight, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight is Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, which uh, is a ridiculous uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's Scream Face takes New York. Yeah, now it's Ghostface. Ghostface. Takes, not Scream Face. Uh, man ha- takes New York. You can tell I'm really into these movies. Yeah. Scream Face. <laughs> Scream Face. Scream Face. <laughs> I can see what you mean about the cult. I am a little curious, like, how does this dude not die? What the mm. fucking shenanigans is going on here? Yeah. But I'm also, like, four movies behind, so. Yeah, you only saw the very first one? Yeah. 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 And um, there's, like, characters in there you don't recognize. Yeah. You don't have a fucking clue what's going on. True. You should, though. Wasn't... Rewatch all of them. Matthew Illard in the Scream franchise? Matthew Illard, yes. What he, happened with him? He is ill. Matthew Lillard... Did uh, he die? Lillard, not Illard. Yeah. Just, my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. It's funny. He, uh... Mr. Matthew. He died... Okay. Supposedly, okay. So in the first scream, oh shit, he he he's secret scream face. Well, he gets crushed. His face gets crushed, and oh. and that's and everyone's like, oh, he died. So he got the TV shoved on him. Mask over. And somebody was all and like, but like everybody's been like, he's not. What if he survived? But then I guess it was Scream Three's original original screenplay was like, uh, he had survived, and the plan was always to bring him back. For the third one, but then the Columbine shit happened, and they didn't want to have like some like high school related thing, and so they went a different direction with it. But this is the cult plot point that you were talking about. So you think that this is it? He's coming back. That's what. That's the fan theory. That's the fan. That's a fan theory, and I like this fan theory a lot because I would love for them to bring back that character. You know what's uh, great about that too is I was just thinking about it like as I was like, how could it be him? Because he just survived all these gunshots, and then I realized like. He's wearing black robes. He could wear, like, Kevlar underneath. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a plot point. That's actually a point in Scream 3. Oh, really? Is he's wearing body armor? He's wearing, yeah, he's got a bulletproof vest on. And so they say, like, 
when you when you get the rules breakdown in the third one, he's like he's going to be superhuman and all that. And then you find out, well, it's because he's wearing a vest. And so that's why when she's like, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking head. Ah. That's a very important thing is like that was the end of that movie where it's like fucking Dewey. Are you going to watch these? Probably not. Dewey's like sitting there and he's like shooting at him and he just like keeps getting hit. But he keeps trying to move forward to stab him. It's like, you can't fucking kill him. You can't fucking. And they're like, head, head, shoot him in the head. And then he shoots him in the head and it's over. Ah. And so that became a, 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 a constant thing. But now the technology exists to lace that's the face with kevlar mm-hmm. so this time good luck yeah yeah i often think about that when i see those movies those and those trailers is like how hard must it be to be chasing people around trying to murder them with such a narrow field of vision right <laughs> like with the halloween like movies and stuff too it's like at least like freddy his face is just it's mauled but he's there he can mm-hmm. see you and he's chasing you but yeah. like and like with Jason and fucking uh, Ghostface, I always thought that, like, I've worn that mask at Halloween time. Like, this got to be difficult. You have no mm-hmm. peripheral vision at all. And especially, like, with Ghostface, he's, ha- he's got the hood. So, like, you wear the mask and you think, like, okay, you have very limited eyesight, so you're going to have to rely on your hearing. But your hearing is immediately fucking yeah. covered by whatever is the mask or the hood is. Yes. Yeah, I think about that too, but that's what makes it creepy. Yeah. How are you doing this with with no line of oh, sight? Oh, guy. Oh, I'm a New Yorker who's scared of the ghost man face. Oh, there's a fucking line. Ah, we got, the, hey, well, you got a problem, buddy, coming in this bodega trying to kill these ladies? That was the funniest thing in the trailer was the dude, it opens up, but they bust in, and the dude's like, there's a fucking line yeah. here, girls. <laughs> and then turns to the ghost guy to like protect him, like, you got a problem, yeah. buddy? <laughs> this is New York. <laughs> and We've then he been- gets stabbed. We've been through everything. He got guns. Ain't no guns in New York. You stabbed me. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. He brought a knife to a gunfight. Oh. And he won. And he well, he brought a knife and a gun. Yeah. Well, I guess he did bring because the the owner had the gun. So yeah, I guess guess he did win. Yeah. Good. Ooh, creepy. (laughs) Oh, he can win a gunfight with a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. He's Australian in this one, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, it's ghost fires. One of them could be Australian. I'm ghost fires. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, oh, better run. Oh, booger. <laughs> okay. Let's do plugs. Um, okay. Okay. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review uh, if you can and you feel compelled to. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bronies if you like. Other than that, share the show and let your friends know unless they're not cool about a lot of shit. Mikey? Uh, yeah. If you want to join our Discord, go to uh, PatTangoProductions.com. That's F-A-T-T-A-N-G-O-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. You forgot HTTP colon slash slash. Sorry, that's backslash backslash. That's uh, HTTP <laughs> colon what is it, HTTP? backslash. HTTP. That's HTTP. H- don't don't get this wrong. That's HPPT <laughs> colon colon backslash backslash colon F A T T A N G O P R O D U C T I O N S dot C O M dot C O M dot C O M, and you go there <laughs> and you can find the link. Slash Discord. Slash Discord. <laughs> Slash D I S C O R D, and you it's, can find a link to pretty our Discord. Yeah, I never did it until Chelsea joined, and I was like, "It's on our website." And she's like, "Where?" And I was like, "Oh, look, we have a little icon, the Discord icon." And oh she shit! Clicked it, and it was like, "Oh, 
Yeah, there it is. Very easy. Yeah. Just hit the little icon next to the Instagram icon and shit. Yep. And that's uh, at fattangoproductions.com slash discord. Yeah. Jump in and haul it back. And uh, I mean, haul it forward because you'll be jumping in. Yeah. So you can't really respond if you're just there. Yeah. Haul it forward. I've heard of paying it forward, but how come no one hollers forward? Because <laughs> I know holla I'm not back a holla girl. back girl. I am a holiday girl. Holiday. <laughs> Celebrate! <laughs> that song reminds me of Wedding Singer when he's on stage <laughs> every time. Holiday! Uh, <laughs> celebrate! <laughs> um, and George, right. George is in the background all into it and shit. <laughs> we still don't have a guest for next week. We haven't talked about it much, but someone will be joining us, uh, I'm sure. Oh, we should also probably warn out, we may miss a week or two, I guess, potentially, coming up here. Uh, no one's sick this time. Knock on wood, no one gets sick. Uh, we have some family affairs on my end coming up that are just, they just might severely in- interrupt our ability to put out weekly episodes. But we're still going to try. You guys are having affairs? Just a he- heads up. Yeah, we're throwing a fair. We're having a fair? Yeah, it's a fair. Oh, you're going to have bobbin for apples and the, the person dunk? Yep, those two things. And we'll uh, have them. You're going to set up basketball hoops with nets around them, but then give us balls that are too big to fit into the hoop, but like just barely, so nobody will actually be able to notice. I know your fucking tricks, Matt. Plan on doing that with jars and ping pong balls as well. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. No, we have a family coming in from uh, another part of the world, so it's mm-hmm. intrusive and might mess with our schedule, but. Won't be long. We're going to try. From another part of the world. Another part of the world. Do you like One of those harem parts. Do you like saying right? that when you, do you feel like really cool when you say it that? It makes me feel very, you, you yeah, because you could literally just official. say like England or whatever, like uh, Europe, but no, it's not so worldly. You, you don't have to say it. You just be like, yeah, I got some family coming. They're going to be staying with us a few days. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a big... No, you got it. I have family from another part of the world. Another part of the world. The otherworldly family? Yeah. 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 Well, because it's more than just a couple days. It's like a full-on fucking week. Well, it'd be an inner... They're an innerworldly family. Intraworldly? Because they're, they're, they're not part of a different world. They're another part of this world. I should take them to that um, head shop in Oceanside called Innerworld. Yeah. That would be appropriate. Uh, you should take them to all the American staples. Like, oh, we McDonald's. don't have a staples anymore. It closed. No, we have a staples. We do? In uh, Vista. I thought it closed. No. All right, I'll take them to staples. We can take them to staples, <laughs> take them to Walmart, yep, yep. take them to Winco. Yeah. Winco. Have they Winco's been to Costco? Uh, I don't know. You know what's funny about all that is, uh, well, you know, he yeah. loves. Fucking grocery stores when he comes out. Like, it's so cool. Can I go to the grocery store with you? When when he came last time, because it was years ago, because we only see them every now and then. And we were like driving home, and I was like met Chelsea at my dad's house, and then I was coming home from work. And as we're going, he's like, "Can I ride with you?" I was like, I just, "In my work truck? Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." And we're like, "Okay." It was the first time I met him. Yeah. So like, and I was like, "Okay." And then he freaking. It's just, I think it was before you met him. Yeah, yeah it was probably. our first trip a while back before any of us had kids. And I was like, okay, I like driving my truck. And I was like, so what's up? Like, cool to meet you, whatever. He's like, sorry, we don't have like trucks because he was in Paris at the time. He's yeah. Like, we don't have trucks. So, like, 
trucks are cool and big and I wanted to be in a truck. I was like, all right, cool. Okay, sure. And the same thing. Can I go to the grocery store with you? Why? Because it's cool. You guys have these massive grocery stores. Okay. And then when we went to Paris, it was like, we went to the grocery stores and you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. These are very low ceilings, very tight quarters and you do not have bulk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm sure we'll do plenty of American stuff. You should take them to the all the staple restaurants like Raising Cane's and McDonald's and Taco Bell. Yeah. Burger King. All the iconic. They have Burger King. Wiener Schnitzel. They have Burger King. Wiener yeah. Schnitzel. That's a good change. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should take them on a tour of all the Mexican food around here. I'm going to show them what the modern world has to offer and be like, see, check this out. In America, <laughs> we have this world. thing on our computer called YouTube. And you can type in whatever you want, and there's a video of it. Yeah. In America, <laughs> we have private browsing. Yes. And on private browsing, we go to Pornhub. You've heard of porn? You don't have that in Europe, yeah. right? E yeah. Pornography and all that. is, yeah. It's Pretty illegal. great. Let's watch some porn, brother-in-law. <laughs> this is called a cellular phone. I can do all those things I talked about on my phone in my pocket. Yeah. Blow his mind. He's really going to be blown away. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I'm moving to America. This oh. is how we talk in France. <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, bro. Say la vie and all that. Yeah, bro. We went to the boulangerie. Yeah. Got and we got some fucking croissants. Croissants and some, I almost said bagels. That would have been so wrong. Uh, baguettes. That's what I was going to say. We got say. some baguettes, bro. Yeah. Bro, we got some Just baguettes. Just like ate a bunch of baguettes next to the Eiffel Tower, bro. We got, sick. bro, we got some of the pawn chocolat. Being oh. French fucking rules. It's fucking the greatest, bro. being fucking French. <laughs> yeah, we went shredding outside of the Louvre. We got fucking chased away by security. Yeah, bro. You ever heard of Napoleon? Bro was fucking, like, like fucking real. Oh, yeah. Bro was so, like, <laughs> really short. fucking for real, for real. No cop. <laughs> no cap. Yeah. No cap. Bro was, he was so short. Bro was straight, oh. straight busted. Cap on his He high. did have a fucking cap, though, for like a really tall one. So he yeah. looked tall. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, he's so fucking short. Fucking, oh. fucking sick, fucking, bro. Yeah. That's my heritage. French. <laughs> fucking French, bro. Oh, we are French. You should come to France and fucking surf some waves, bro. Bro, you want to fucking. <laughs> bro, in France, we eat the snails. Bro, have you ever had fucking wine? We're all about that shit where I'm from. Oh, bro, you see that? You see that snail walking across the, the sidewalk I'm gonna right there? I'm going to fucking eat that in France, right now. In France, that's dinner. That's dinner. We'd fucking pick that up, put a pair it with a nice wine. Be fucking sick, bro. We fillet it in a nice garlic sauce. Yeah, mm. be fucking dope. Oh, fucking dope delicious. As fuck, oh. bro. Love being France. We're so cultured, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck the English, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> The English try to come in and be like, we own France. And we're like, ha, toiled. Nah, bro, toil you. Toil off, fuckers. This is France, baby. We are France. This is France, bro. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for joining us for another week, everybody. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you hanging out with us, and we apologize to any French listeners that are offended by that. Um, but you know what? We got to make fun of how you are, and that's how you act. So deal with it. We weren't making fun of them. We were just repeating what we saw when we went to Exactly. France. We're not yeah. trying to stereotype. We're just generalizing that was based my, on that what That was my experience saw. with French people. Yeah. You, you know? walked and you're like, hello, I would like to order this omelette du fromage. And they were like, yeah, bro, it's fucking good. It's fucking dang, bro. fucking dope-ass omelette du fromage. You want a crepe? Oh. Can I get you a crepe, bro? It's like, it was, no. yeah. Yeah. And we were like. Yeah, well, no, I'd be like. I'd be like, um, I want to check out the catacombs. They're like, yeah, bro, the catacombs are so oh, fucking, fucking crazy. Dead people down here, it's fucking sick, bro. You just go Have around you been to Notre Dame? It's like got a Notre Dame, bro. 
It, Notre Dame. It fucking burnt down though. Yeah, it was fucking lame. It's lame closed right now. It's closed right now. We fucking can't get into Notre Dame. Well, burning shit down. And shit. We can get into Notre Dame, but <laughs> we got to be ready to leave Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, it's like no Notre Dame right now. Yeah, because you, know? you can't go yeah. in. It's like no wow. Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> righteous, bro. Yeah, righteous. They said righteous a lot. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but you know that's the world. That's the worldly people. So, anyway, yeah, that's anyway. what it is. That's what culture is. You know, culture is about experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, the next episode we're going to watch will be actually episode twenty-five and twenty-six, the season four finale, Twilight's Kingdom, part one and two. Thanks for joining us again. Until next week, peace, light out, y'all. This has been a Fat Tango production. I thought for a minute that I was going to enjoy fish. The band Fish. No. Because I like Dave Matthews Band. And then I started listening to Fish and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Same thing, Grateful Dead. I was like, I'll probably like them. And then I listened to Grateful Dead and I was like, mm. no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, this I like chilling me. out and smoking weed. Oh, I'm not like that. Yeah, that's a different, that's different.